Welcome to episode 148 of Flight Football and Anything Else. I'm Dave. I'm Mike. How you doing, Dave? I am so better than most and not as good as so very few, many, not very many people at all. How are you? Yeah, so you're kind of stuck in the middle. Stuck in the middle with you. Oh, yeah. That was nice. Who sings that? Uh, oh, Let's not get off track right off Jump Street. <laughs> okay. Um, How are I, you? I'm doing quite well. You yeah. Know? To quote... Uh, Legend, well, legendary might be a bit of a stretch, but to quote former NFL linebacker Brian Cox after the Dolphins beat the Jets in a game after the Dolphins had lost a few in a row, reporter went up there, asked Brian Cox what, what it felt like to beat the Jets or, you know, what, what did he want to say after, you know, ending their two, three game losing streak. I'm going to paraphrase a little bit and it's like, Hooray, the fifth grade Swan Valley football team finally won a fucking game. That's all that needs to be said. So, yeah, we, right. we, we got off the schneid. And, and I don't know what it is, and you've been part of them. Yeah. I don't know what it is. There are some magical happenings with Swan Valley youth football and teams that I coach at Bullock Creek. <laughs> right. I, I oh, mean, yeah. it was, you know, I, yeah. I won't bore the listeners with all of the, the ones that you were involved with. But, yeah, man, another... I mean, as far as fifth grade football goes, yeah, what an exciting game! Evenly matched teams. We surrendered a touchdown right off. Well, not right out of the shoot like we have in the last couple games, but fairly early. Fell behind six nothing, six nothing at half. Made a couple adjustments. Shout out John Wonderly for noticing it. I re- I talked to the defensive line. We corrected that problem. So, shout out John. Thanks for that. And then. We were driving the ball, finally getting some yards on offense. We've struggled offensively all year. Hey, right. Got some yards, got down there. Fourth and goal, I shit you not, it it was maybe like the nine-inch line. Okay. <laughs> Kids are excited, going to get a touchdown. Got a false start penalty. Fourth and goal from the five. I think we got two yards, stopped on downs. Uh, they run two plays, I believe. To end the third quarter, they're at like their own five yard line. We start the fourth quarter. Our defensive line, Alex Pike, our defensive end, Alex Pike, gets sacks the guy, gets a safety. We're down 6 2. They free kick it to us. Uh, they elected the punt because you can't use a tee. We got good field position, marched down the field, scored a touchdown, took an 8 6 lead. They got the ball with about a minute to go. Hit about a thirty-yard pass play. I mean, it, <laughs> in fifth kid, grade, yeah, kid fucking threw it. I mean, it was a good pass. We had decent coverage too. The kid had him by a step, but it's not like he he was yeah. wide open. Right, right. We made the tackle, and then Tegan Simmons. And hopefully, these kids aren't listening to this pod. I mean, because <laughs> this part they can listen to, but maybe who knows what's going to happen as we go on. Right. But big sack, and then end of the game. It, we, we so we hung on to one eight six. Got you know a huge monkey off our back. So we're two and four. So we talked the kids into believing, hey, you know, next week's a championship because you know at, yeah. at one and four we were one and four. Nothing we could do. We, right. we called them out and said, hey, look, two game season. Let's go two and zero, oh, win the championship. There you go. So we're one and zero. Oh, we got one awesome. more to go. So yeah, that Bullet Creek magic you were talking about. I, uh, we were down how many touchdowns? Fourteen nothing. Fourteen yeah. nothing with about two, five minutes. to Five go. minutes score two touchdowns and one two point conversion. We, yeah. No, actually, I, I think we, we tied yeah, it. Yeah. We, and actually, we needed both of them because we were down sixteen to nothing, and then yeah. Christian Drain scored two touchdowns. Oh, forgot to put my phone on mute. Sorry, guys. 
Christian Drain scored two touchdowns. We got two two-point conversions yeah. and had a uh, 16-16 tie, which was one of the better ties. You never like to tie, no. but when you're down 16 With nothing five, five minutes, minutes to go, to go. in the game, yeah. it was like, yeah, all right. pretty jacked. So. And then the second one, I think, uh, it was uh, Golden Soft to Dawson across the middle. I think didn't that wasn't that the yeah. last pass of yeah. the game that ended up winning it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. But Very yeah, cool. And, and then even the game that one of the few losses that Coach Gilbert and I had was a very memorable game. Yeah. Actually, no Bullock. Yeah, no, yeah, because Bullock Creek beat us. Then we tied him. Then we finally beat them. Yeah. So, yeah. but yeah, so there's just magic happens on that field. <laughs> Love that field out there. So yeah, so we play New Lothrop to close the season out this Saturday. So. Those of you listening got five dollars and want to donate to Swan Valley Youth Football? Come fill the crowd. That's a home game. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fill the fill the seats. Get the kids riled up. What what game? Saturday. We're the second, so we're not gonna be we're not gonna be too far behind because this week it goes fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, which which I really don't know why we don't do it that way every week because it usually goes like fourth. Eighth, yeah, seventh, it's sixth, a little, fifth, I never or, or something it like that. Six years but that now this coach. is the last game, so they want they want the eighth graders to play yep. under the lights. Yep. So it goes fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth. Fourth graders are at one. We're at two thirty. So there should be minimal delay. This past week at Bullock Creek, right. we were first out of the shoot. And hey, maybe that for those of you superstitious, superstitious like Coach Truckle and myself, we were two and four on the year. But we're two and zero when we're the first game of the day. <laughs> so, because uh, the fourth graders actually played at John Glenn because Bullock Creek is a third fourth grade mix. So, gotcha. We we played them not fourth, fourth, fourth fifth or fifth sixth. Fourth fifth, it must be because they don't have a fourth grade team because gotcha. our fourth grade team played uh, yeah. John Glenn for the second time. Yeah. Anyway, so. Yeah, so we're two and zero in games we lead off. So now we're second. So hopefully that'll still bode well for us. Yeah, early. Um, anyway, tonight. Yeah, what do we got? North North Studios, all three tastings, courtesy of loyal listener Mike Kerchuk. Uh He went to Ohio and brought us three tastings. Uh, episode one fifty will still be in October, and I do have three Oktoberfest planned for that day. Bought them today. Oh, fantastic. Uh, so but I wanted to get Mike's tastings in here, and plus we only do three tastings anyway. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mike's first uh, donation from Fathead's Brewing Company, G. Suffa, an Oktoberfest lager, 5.7%, 25 IBUs. And then um, on the top of the can, Mike, you know, we were a little confused about the G Suffa. What is that? Where does it come from? Is it, you know, is it a, is it a new, a new style of beer? What's going on with that? But uh, upon looking it up, and yes, everybody, we did actually look it up before we started talking about it. I know, crazy, right? But um, the top of the can, and I think they have this actually wrong from everything I read. <laughs> Sorry, Fathead Brewery. Uh, from everything I read online, but it it has Einzvi Dry G Suffa, and G Suffa sounds like a West Coast thing, right? Kind of. Yeah, sure. I guess. <laughs> yo, G, yeah. yo G, you Suffa. Uh, anyway, I digress. It's actually German, um, and G Suffa is drink. So Einzvi Dry drink. 
right. Right? Sure. So it's from a festival, uh, actually in Albany, Minnesota. And so okay. they came up with this thing and a song that goes along with it, et cetera, et cetera. So, but uh, online it said, Eins vi G Suffa. It doesn't have the dry. So I don't, maybe they had to do that for copyright purposes or something. Possibly. Here we go. Cheers. Cheers. Ooh. Yep. Got a little bit of a. Got some more, great... more bitterness than most Oktoberfests, generally, in my opinion. Hmm. Yeah. I'm not getting a, a ton. I'm getting a lot of good flavor. I mean, I'm getting a lot of that Oktoberfesty fall. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Part of my problem might be I'm finishing up some atomic pumpkin that we had a few weeks oh, ago. Oh, you might have a little left over. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I'm. We'll get to talking. I'll get a better take on uh, yeah, G-Suff in a second here. Um, yeah. All right. I'm going to start it off. Really, the only thing Liz and I watch since it's brand new. Yeah. 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 Before we get to what we watch, Dave. All right. First one, for those of you who follow us on, on Facebook... Hey, if, and for those that don't, go ahead and follow us. Give us a like. Flight football, anything else. This was such an egregious error, and I was so embarrassed. Last Monday morning, I put a pulse. Even before I put a pulse to the link of 147, I put this corrections corner on there. And it was when we were in sports. I was talking about the NHL, and it was like, hey, uh, Nashville, San Jose, Nashville swap a two-game series in Prague, Czech Republic, uh, the Maple Leafs and the Wings split them home and home, yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. And then I was up Monday morning, I just happened to be on the phone seeing if the Flyers, because I couldn't believe that the Flyers didn't play at all that first weekend of the season. So I'm like, all right, well, I must have missed the score. Let me hit standings. And the only thing on the standings were Nashville, two games played, two wins, no losses, no overtime losses, and nothing but zeros till you get down to San Jose. Two games played, no wins, two losses, no overtime loss. I'm like, what the fuck? And so all the other games I mentioned last week were part of the um, exhibition series. And gotcha. the Nashville, San Jose started because of the different time zone. You know, so they started a few days earlier so they could get back in. A, get so back anyway, in time, the season yeah. didn't start till Tuesday. So I said the season started in earnest last Friday. I think it was that Friday Saturday was the home and home and. Only the Nashville San Jose games were regular season games. So I gotcha. I, I put that on Facebook because I was so embarrassed and humiliated by my mistake. So I and I did deem it necessary to cover off here today as well. Now the other one is not really a mistake, okay. but an oversight. All right. And I wanted to, and I absolutely positively, without a doubt, hate fucking Facebook because I had it pulled up on my phone ready to talk about and then when you leave the screen of Facebook it automatically yeah it automatically disappears and then you got to scroll through everything to find it but anyway I put the onus on my younger sister Caitlin to be fill in for my mom because my mom was probably the number one listener participator absolutely you know now you know she passed away Grandpa Blackhawk's probably taking that 
throne, but my younger sister Caitlin has taken her, you know, responsibility. Given it, it the old college try. And she's taken yeah. her responsibility seriously. So she's been listening. Thank you very much. And participating. And then when I did not mention anybody's Mount Rushmore of horrors, you know, the horror villains, yeah. she was pretty disappointed. So anyway, her husband Aaron, Jason, Freddie. Michael and Leatherface kind of went chalk across the board. I mean, those are like the yeah. the, the blue. Hey, but yeah. Leatherface, I yeah. think that was one of mine. Yes, yeah. it was. Yeah. Uh, so, but he kind of went chalk, you know, across the board. Like he took in the NCA March Madness brackets, he took all the number ones to the final four. <laughs> but hey, right? It, it's it, you know, uh, Liz took uh, Michael Myers, Leatherface, Hannibal Lecter, and Pennywise. Tommy Lee from our good friends at uh, Spilling the Nachos. Who, by the way, last week was episode 70. This week, episode 71. But I did receive notification that they've experienced some technical difficulties. Uh Uh-oh. So I'm waiting to hear from the big dog. But now I am caught up. So once I, you know... Once they come out, yeah. they're next in the chamber, so to speak. Could have been they possibly spilled a beer on the laptop because I'm just waiting for that to happen here. It, yeah, he, he didn't get in specifics, but they <laughs> just posted that, hey, we've had know, some close we're, calls. We're, we're yeah. going to be a day or two later due to technical difficulties. So I don't know. Hopefully they didn't record a whole hour and a half and like, oh shit, nothing recorded. We got to redo it. Oh, maybe. You know, because you lose good material that way. Yeah. But, anyways, uh, so episode 71. We'll be out shortly. Stay tuned for that. Anyway, Tommy, Tommy's a huge, huge, huge Friday the 13th fan. So his number one is Jason Voorhees Part 6, played by C.J. Graham. Number two is Jason Voorhees Part 7, paid by, <laughs> played by Kane Hodder. Number three is Jason Voorhees 2009, 2009 by Derek Mears. And then... Number four is Beetle, Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. So. That's not a horror. That's a comedy. That it's it's a horror yeah. comedy. So um, I like that. The first three was great. And I guess I didn't know there were so many different people. I assume when he puts C.J. Graham next to it, I'm assuming that's who played Jason. And I, I guess I didn't know it wasn't the same Jason every single one. But anyway, then my sister, my sister-in-law, my sister Caitlin. She went with number one, Michael Myers, number two, Ghostface, number three, Voorhees, and number four, Freddy Krueger. Honorable mention, she went with Chucky from Child's Play. Child's Play, the very first original, got you kind of like jumping and kind of spooked you a little bit, but I couldn't buy it. Look at the What a commercial to be on when we're talking horror movies. Why don't we just run, go to the running car? Oh, don't be stupid. Don't be stupid. Let's go hide, hide behind the chainsaws. Um. But I the one speaking of salty scenes from another Mount Rushmore, that doll can put a plastic bag over your head from behind and you can't shake free from that. Well then you deserve to die, goddammit. it. <laughs> yeah. Um and then my son Justin uh put Pennywise, Michael Myers, another leather vase, and then Jason Voorhees, and then honorable mention Xenomorph, Alan and Sam, Trick or Treat. I have no fucking idea what that. But him and Liz watch all goofy, stupid horror movies too. So I don't know what. I that actually is. that rings a bell, but I can't picture. Huh. I'll think about that. And then um, finally, uh, the big dog again from the aforementioned spilling the nachos. He too went with Pennywise. Number three, Jigsaw. Number two, mm. Esther from Orphan. Which that's a that's a difference. Like, cause she was you know, a creepy little fucking bitch. <laughs> And then uh, 
he actually even one up me because I, I went Jason's mom and he actually went with Pam Voorhees. So apparently her name is Pam. And I asked. Uh, my neighbors are named, that's their last name is Voorhees. Is really? Yeah. Do you sleep with the windows locked? <laughs> that so, side of the house is definitely locked. All right. So anyway, thanks again to all those listeners. And I, again, so it wasn't a technical correct, corrections corner, but it upset my sister because she's taking her role as yeah. filling in for my mom seriously. So, hey, I've got to keep. Absolutely. I got to keep them happy, Dave. <laughs> so, um, all right. Anyway, speak, hey, wh- and what a segue. Only thing Liz and I have watched, and since it's so new, all I'm going to say is this, and I actually commented to my brother-in-law's Facebook post about his, not really a review, it was more of his opinion on the latest in the recent, I guess they call it a trilogy to the end of the Halloween. It's called Halloween ends with jamie lee curtis and this is what I'll, this i'll sum it up yes if you like horror movies watch it it's good it's a good horror movie in and of itself standing alone it's a good horror movie okay uh, i don't think it's one of the best in fact i actually liked the the halloween kills which was the second of the trilogy better than halloween ends and my reason for it is because it's almost as if Michael Myers and Jamie Lee Curtis are there f- for the quote-unquote brand. Yes, they're in it and they're part of it. I'm not saying they're not. But there's a lot going of the story that it's like, hmm, what is what's this about? What's going on? Hmm, what's this about? But, and so, I liked it. Right. But my reason is like, when, like, oh, did you hear the new Metallica album? Oh, that's a great album. I love it. I don't know. It sounded... Too much like Metallica. And you're like, and I'm like, well, what do you mean it sounded like Metallica? That's why I listen to Metallica, because I want them to sound like Metallica. I don't want Metallica to sound like Engelbert Humperdinck. I mean, Metallica sounds like Metallica because they're Metallica, and that's why they're great. Or or insert your favorite, man. I don't care if it's the Backstreet Boys, the Bee Gees, or the Beach Boys. I mean, you don't want the Beach Boys sounding like Kiss. I mean, if you're a Beach Boy fan and they sounded like Kiss, you'd be like, well, I don't like that version of the Beach Boys. (laughs) And that's why, and that's, you know, so Halloween 1 and 2, hey, there there was a connection. It was like, hey, this cat came in, wanted to kill this person. They survived. Number 2, it continued on. He's still bound and determined to kill that bitch. And... This one, like I say, on its own. Did they start? Did they try to start a bunch of? I, I clearly I haven't watched it. Did they start a bunch of side stories or side plots or is that what you're getting at or? Not side plots. Almost something that happened because of what happened in the last one. Oh, but it's a set. Gotcha. It, it's its its own entity, and that's why I said as a horror movie on its own. If they would have named it, hey, somebody's going to die tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Right. You would have went in there watching it, like, oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. That was pretty good. Gotcha. But to be part of the Halloween franchise, it kind of yeah. yeah I, I gotcha. I, I understand what you. But there, to say. no, there were worse Halloweens. Like when uh, they're like four and five, I think are terrible. We don't even include number three, season of the witch, because that was totally unrelated to Michael Myers. Yeah, you know, but anyway, so that's all Liz and I have watched. It was on. We watched it on Peacock. We wanted to see it at the theater, but we know with life happening, being busy, you would just never. Right. We wouldn't go to see it, so we just Friday night we put it on. Yeah, and you wanted to save yourself yeah. about fifty bucks. Right. And yeah. Yeah. Sure. Ticket prices and popcorn and drinks and 
whatever else. Exactly. Foot massages. Uh, real quick, Disney Plus, uh, Andor for the Star Wars fans. Yeah, keep watching it. Um, it's awesome. I, I don't want to give anything away, but it, it's it's excellent. Um, She-Hulk, I guess at this point, the only the only reason I might be watching She-Hulk is because it's a, it's a Marvel and uh, morbidly just curious whether there's going to be any superhero stuff. There was a little bit of superhero stuff this last week, but... You know, it could be, too, that she's kind of a, when she's in She-Hulk form, she's kind of a smoke show. Um, did I say that out loud? Mm-mm. Okay. Prime Video, uh, Rings of Power. Again, if you're, you know, sci-fi fantasy kind of a person, it answers a lot of questions. It's excellent. They must have poured a shit ton of money into this thing uh, because it looks and feels just exactly like, you know, The Hobbit, Lord of the Rings, the whole nine yards. Um Apple TV Plus, um, so the season and series finale. However, I will, without any spoilers, I will just tell you they have left it wide open with a, it could go into a season four very easily, but Apple Plus has not picked up any writers or any contracts or anything like that to have a season four. But uh, it was excellent. Um, Again, if you like the, you know, like 300, um, I, I do have to tell this scene. So uh, Jason Momoa is sneaking up, his character sneaking up behind. Of course, these people are all blind, right? And there's a one of the bad guy soldiers, you know, is talking to another soldier, and he's like, "Hey, you want you know, you know holds up an apple. You want some of this?" And of course, they're blind. And the other soldier like, uh, "Apple? No, no thanks." And he's so this dude goes to eat it, and this you know his samurai sword or whatever. Jason's got goes right through his head, through the back of his head, and stabs the apple. So it kind of looks like his head and the apple are oh. are like a shish kebab kind of a thing. It, yeah, it's it's very brutal, and somebody did a fantastic job with the special effects because he even like he pulls a piece of metal like out of his side, and it's it's him. You know what I mean? It's right. not CGI or anything like that. So some of the special effects on that were done very very well. Okay, well. Now, speaking of Marvel and shit. Yeah. The new one out. Werewolf? The no, werewolf no. thing? No. A, is it a legit Marvel or what's the other one? Not Marvel, but. Oh, DC? Is, is it a legit Marvel or DC character? And number two, is Black Adam played by Dwayne Johnson, yeah, The Rock? Yes. Is he a good guy or a bad guy? He's a... Because from what, the previews, I can't tell if he's the good guy no, or a bad he's, guy. No, he's one of those, uh, what do you call them, anti-heroes? Or he's a... Ah, oh, shit, now we, um, there's a name for it where they're... Like 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 Deadpool. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Same kind of deal as Deadpool. He's like, you know, he doesn't necessarily want to hurt innocent people, but he definitely wants to kill... The bat- okay. and, and heroes typically Superman, Batman, they don't typically go just killing people. They don't go looking after the bad guy and like I just said, like stab a samurai sword through the back of their head. That's not a typical superhero move, right. you know. They put him in jail or take him to justice. Um, where Black Adam is like, nope, I'm here to fuck you up really bad. Make you make you make you feel like you want to die. And nobody better to do that than The Rock. Exactly. So no, I'm, I'm actually. It's probably one of the since Aquaman. It's but now it looks my, like, like a pretty if, good. If I were to go back, and maybe you don't even know, maybe any some of our listeners who are DC or Marvel people, 
Is it, it? It's it's a Marvel, right? No, it's DC. Okay, DC. So our DC fans out there that are listening, like if I went back into the comics, into the 50s, 60s, 70s, whenever they fucking started, I don't know. Yeah. Would I be able to find an yep. edition of Black Adam? Yes. Okay. Yep. I didn't know if it was something they just made up and just say, hey, let's get another character that The Rock can play. Well, and you, you'll find that if you go back and, you know, our comic book people that are listening will know, like, they had a lot of crossover. I can't remember the specific history, but one comic book company kind of started, like all companies start, you know, like Microsoft or um, like Microsoft and Apple started, you know, they these guys started working together and then one guy, one person didn't like how one person was doing it and split off and make their own company or their own, you know what I mean? And so I don't know which was first DC or Marvel. So someone can, you know, bring us up to speed on that. And then you'll see a lot of common characters, of course. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, so yeah. And then there's also the spinoff with the boys. Right. Yeah. So. I, that's a joke. I'm just, Hey, is there another season coming out of that? Yes, I believe so. I don't know when, but I believe there is. Yeah. So, so anyway, yeah, so that you know, those are the shows. Um I think we're ready to rate G stuff unless you have something else. I don't. I just wanted to watch I, I there's two movies I want to watch. Uh one was um Amsterdam. Did you see I've that with pre- Christian Bale? Yeah, I've and, seen the preview. It's a star studded lineup. It's star studded lineup, but it looks it looks good. Um, when Christian Bale is in character, you know what I mean? He it's usually pretty damn good. He's Batman. No, not in this one. But uh and the other one was just I wanted somebody to tell me whether it was gonna be worth my time to watch this latest um um Jurassic Park or whether I should just, you know, use my two hours or three. Oh, hours I, I think to... Justin watched that. I'll let you know what he said on his review of that. I'm certainly not gonna watch that and let you know to watch it because Right. That's not your thing. No. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's all I got then. All right. Well, I'll start it off. Very enjoyable. Unlike you, I didn't get the Oktoberfest taste. It's, you know, almost a good drinkable beer, but not, you know, the Sam Adams Oktoberfest or some of the other Oktoberfest we've tried. And therefore, because of our learning experience that we had of the, uh, our judging at the Maple Grill. Yeah. Which was at some people, a lot of people did notice the the end of the pod last week. They did or did not? They did. Oh, great. Uh, I didn't. I went with a two point eight eight nope. on this one wow. simply because compared to other Oktoberfests, I didn't get the Oktoberfest. If if this wasn't an Oktoberfest beer, I probably would have had it about three thirty. But because it's labeled as an Oktoberfest, I went two eight eight because I'm not getting the Oktoberfest of other Oktoberfest we've tasted. Right. I think I am. I'd have to actually go run and get a Sam Adams. I'm almost curious to see how, maybe I've got this completely wrong, but I had it at a 3.6 because I would recommend this one to anybody that was looking for a, you know. Now, is this, the difference might be, I didn't see if this was a Marzan, Merzin, however we want to pronounce that. Um, on tap, it's a feast beer or feist beer. Oh, so that's okay. So that's what those are the two styles of Oktoberfest. So I'm getting it, I'm getting it wrong, or I'm just remembering when I've had one of those styles. All right, 
But I had it at a 3.60. Well, 15.1 thousand people on on tap almost are step for step with you at 3.64. Mike, we have to take a time out and talk about the Maple Grill Restaurant and Microbrewery. The Maple Grill is a farm-to-table restaurant serving a rotating menu of local fare prepared over a wood-fired grill by Chef Josh Shading and his team. Brewmaster Len Shading is always busy creating some amazing craft brews, ciders, and seltzers. Grandma Stout is my favorite, and I know, Mike, the Dirty Duck IPA is yours. Check out their website at www.themaplegrill.net and see what's on the food and beverage menus for that day or week. They do not take reservations to dine in, and carryout is preferred using the carryout order link on their website. Regular business hours are Tuesday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 8 p.m., closed on Sundays and Mondays. The Maple Grill is located at 13105 Gratiot Road in Hemlock. From delicious burgers, chicken, fish, and steak dinners to pizzas and craft beverages, the Maple Grill is a farm-to-table, wood-fired dining experience. All right, Dave. Well, for our second tasting, again, not to repeat myself, but I will, donation, loyal listener, Mike Kerchak. Thank you, Mike. We have... That's right, ladies and gentlemen. We have from El Segunda Brewing Company, Steve Austin's Broken Skull IPA. Tipping the scales at 6.7 ABVs with 67 IBUs. Done on purpose, possibly? Yes, possibly. And now, and Mike Mike corrected me on this because I said, man, he has an IPA. And Mike said, well, the original beer was an IPA, and he they've since come out with a, a lager. Oh. And I'm, I told him, I said, well, I'm way happier that you chose the IPA. Yeah, chose the IPA and donated the IPA to us. So I think the only glass fitting, even though I don't listen to the podcast anymore, the only glass fitting of Steve Austin's Broken Skull IPA is the spitting chiclets from bar stools not a big deal glass but cheers, cheers. IPA <laughs> oh fuck I, you know did like the old uh, to paraphrase the old Christmas vacation line if this tastes half as good as it smells we're in for a real treat Dave That's great. Yeah, I mean that, that's. If you're, how not, do I say you know? I think if you had to use an ad, I think it's an ad, adjective. I hopefully I don't show my. You don't remember English, your sentence diagramming yeah, yeah, back in so middle hopefully school. I don't show my English ignorance. I think the adjective to use here mm-hmm. would be simple. Yeah, because I mean, it's an IPA. You know, you're drinking an IPA. But it's strong enough. I'm right. saying like like it is a really strong IPA flavor. Like you said, there's apparently 67 IBUs in here. I think people that this isn't something if you, if you had a non-IPA person and you said, hey, just take a little bit of this, they would gag because right. it does have enough bitterness. Right. But there isn't the... there. Well, 
I guess it goes against the the title of the beer, but there's no punch to the face like like a like a tree for madness or right. some of these other IPAs we have. You know, there's there's that on the finish. There's a just a kick to the teeth. I don't prefer that. I prefer right. this. Where this, I'm, this is very pleasant, and you know you're drinking an IPA, and I'm enjoying it quite a bit, and I'm glad it's on the Oktoberfest was a can, twelve ounce can. This is a full-fledged pint, so I'm pretty fired up about that. All right, Dave. Well, second segment, as the listeners know, is our sports segment. Quick question for you, today. Yep, fire. We're going to start in major leagues, okay. major league baseball. Yep. I'm just question for you. Yeah. What does... I don't know. 111 regular season wins mean? 111 regular season wins. That means that... They beat 111 opponents during the regular season schedule. You know what else it means? What does it mean? It means absolutely nothing when the San Diego Padres take three out of four from you. As that's what happened to the Dodgers. (laughs) The frauds of Major League Baseball. Yeah, they got their World Series title last year or two years ago or whenever the fuck it was. Who cares? But the Dodgers and Clayton Kershaw, the biggest... Non-big game pitcher on the planet. The lousiest team that to ever win 111 wins and come in their pants as the San Diego Padres beat them three games to one to move on to the National League Championship Series. So 111 regular season wins means absolutely nothing. And Billboard of the Week just outside of Wrigley Field at a bar... As, as the Phillies uh, beat the Cardinals, and we talked about the Phillies beating the Cardinals last week, but the billboard outside of a regular uh, Chicago area bar said, "So the Cardinals won. So the Cardinals played two more games than the Cubs. Big deal, <laughs> because they played two games right. and got swept by right. Philadelphia. Yeah. Who Philadelphia went on to beat the Atlanta Braves, the NL East." which was owned by the Mets in a superb season who collapsed down the end. The Braves overtook him late in a couple of head-to-head series and were on a roll. And Philadelphia beats them three games to one. So we have underdog winning, underdog winning. Houston held chalk, so to speak, in three very close games. In fact, last night, the Astros eliminated the Mariners three games to none. You Curtis, sounded like a Canadian right there. Courtesy just, of an 18th, 18th inning. That's not a misprint or a misspeak. An eight, 18th inning solo homer yeah. uh, to knock out the Mariners. And as we speak, the New York Yankees are beating the Cleveland Guardians 3 to nothing after two innings in game four in a series where the Indians playing with house money. Guardians, Guardians sorry. Yeah. sorry. Guardians playing with house money. Our, not our, are ahead in the series two games to one. In Indians, there we go again. Guardians, youngest team in Major League Baseball, playing loose, playing with house money. I'm not sure they're not. I'm not sure they know they're not supposed to win this series. Not saying they've won it yet. I mean, it's they're up two games to one. They're trailing three nothing. It's as happened we before. Speak. So we have a Padre Philly. NLCS, which absolutely has to have 
Fox and FS1 near suicide. I, I'm thinking they're made some some production people and like the, the CEOs of the company are like, oh, for fuck's sakes, we've got X million dollars, X hundreds of millions of dollars in advertising for the Padres and Phillies. I mean, hey, good good team. They, it might be. I'm not knocking the series. I mean, it may be a great series. The Padres spent a lot of money. Oh yeah, you know, at the trade deadline, but I don't the I don't think San Diego and Philadelphia are the the television meccas of the world, right? And we might get Cleveland and Houston. So yeah, they got. I mean, you know, what was it? Uh, four, six. God, it was. I guess it was five, six years ago. We went to a Padres game when we were there. Yeah, and I mean that was pretty good. The town was buzzing. I mean they had a great, great crowd. Well, San Diego supports your team. There's no doubt about that. I'm talking about the national. I mean, how many people yeah, oh, in right. Tupelo, Mississippi, are going to go out of their way to watch the Padres Phillies? Right. True. Yeah, you know, I do. Well, I don't know. Do people in Tupelo, Mississippi, even have televisions? I don't know. But the Phillies, you know, it's East Coast. It's it's densely populated. You could probably everything's close enough there. Maybe for that. Right, little, the it, New York Yankees. Well, they, that's why I'm. A, I, I'm going to go out on record as, on flight football and anything else. I'm going to throw out the fixed flag. The the fuck it. I'm going to call them the Indians anyway. I don't give a fuck. The Indians are up two games to one, and it's only the third inning in game four. And I'm already crying fixed because I'm. I'm saying Major League Baseball is saying, "Hey, we got to get somebody in this fucking final four. You know, that well, holds some yeah. weight here, buddy, because we got bills to pay. Yeah, and the ratings over what was it last year? It was they were way down. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, that's or, TV, the, or viewer fan viewing for the um, stick around, folks. You'll get a uh, well, the pot will last another forty-five minutes to an hour. It's third inning now, no pitch clock at the Fishman Eight. He's dreading that, but he'll be happy next year when there is a pitch clock. Insert eye roll here. But, you know, in another hour, I'll probably be able to give you a fifth or sixth inning update on this game, so stay tuned. All right, so we move on to uh, college football. Yeah. And believe it or not, eight more top 25 teams bite the dust. Well, there wasn't now, four or five of them. or No, only two of them are non-top 25 versus top 25. So that means there were yeah, that's eight. A- Top 25 matchups, which is a little unusual. Right. So let's cover. Uh, Unless num- it's one of those two. years where the top 10 are in the uh, SEC. Right. Yeah. Number 25, James Madison lost to Georgia Southern 45 38. Yeah, so. Powerhouse James Madison. Yeah. Bye bye. <laughs> well, James Madison beat Appalachian State, right? So that's, yeah, that's, that's uh, the only reason they got him enough folks to get him in there. Right. And now it's see you later, alligator. That may be the dumbest thing I've ever uttered on this spot. And I've said a lot of dumb things. See you later, alligator. Seriously, what are we? Whatever, I let what it we, go. What are we for? Are we fucking go. four years old? Yeah, I don't know. Oh well, whatever. Yeah. Hey, you know what, Mike? Though, just because it didn't have the word "fuck" in front of it, doesn't mean <laughs> I don't you should have said I "fucking it, see you later, alligator." You fucking alligator. That yeah, would have been, been, yeah, been more acceptable. Yeah, but just see you later, alligator. We just. Which is dumb. I apologize. That's your inner child coming out, All right, so number 19, Kansas, without their starting quarterback, lost at Oklahoma 52-42 after Oklahoma had lost the last two or three games by a combined score of 2 trillion to 3. 
So I guess Kansas was vastly overrated. Right. All right, yeah. Now let's get to the crux of the matter. Number three, Bama loses at Tennessee, 52-49 on a last-second field goal. I had that on the second TV while I was yeah. watching the. Uh, uh, yeah, that was a that was a defense's optional game. Exactly, and Tennessee <laughs> was way up. Alabama came back, and I think actually took the lead. They you did. were going to think, all right, same old, same old. Yeah. But somehow now, Tennessee, Tennessee right in the ship yep. and won the game. Um, I think the most hurtful of the top, the eight top 25 teams that lost, I think the most damning was number 10 Penn State went into Ann Arbor and played number five Michigan. And if the score was 23-17 as Michigan scored on a, right. on a third and 13 with 12 seconds to go, hey, ah, we've... They fucking got rolled. Yeah. I mean, they gave up. You know, they gave up. They had they had given up three hundred and ninety nine rushing yards in their first five games. Right. Michigan rushed for four hundred and eighteen yards in a forty one to seventeen. Mostly in the Schlack. second half. Yeah. Oh yeah. They, yeah. It was four. <laughs> they were. They were. I think Michigan was down 14, 13 and a half. They, they my mom called me. Michigan's losing, and I'm like, well, it's not even the second half yet, right? She's like, well, yeah. I'm like, don't worry about yeah. it. It's, it's it's. But 418 rushing yards is absurd. <laughs> so right. um, and then uh. Yeah. Utah beat USC 43-42. I watched that game. I'm telling you what. The 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 Pac-12, something happened in the style of football and the athletes that they've got right now because, you know, it probably for uh, year one of this podcast, we were kind of like poo-pooing the, the Pac-12. You know what I mean? Right. A bunch of pretenders, you know, blah, 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 blah. Well, after not seeing a lot of bowl action – some, but not a ton. You know, the SEC, Big Ten, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, hell, the Mountain West was getting more attention than the than the Pac-12. And now you got two of your schools defecting to the Big Ten, right? Yes. Yep. Yes. And so now – but I, I was watching that game and the athletes and the speed that USC has, I mean, I don't – I don't know what the hell. I You know, if Michigan State walked into USC or Utah, they'd probably get their asses handed to them. I, well, just, but I that's, just didn't that's see the, the athletes that I see like on MSU or Wisconsin. But that's yeah. actually almost disproving your own talking how's, how's point so? because Utah's not a Pac-10 team, are they? Uh, I think so. They're not the, the Pac-10, are they? Wow. Utah? Maybe not. Are they Mountain Central or Mountain West? Yeah, they're 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 not in the Pac-10. I mean, they may be in the Pac-10 or after all this configuration when all the those teams Maybe. go from the Big Ten. So that well, actually, that actually hurts the Pac-10 when a USC fucking lost to them. Yeah, they were both good. Uh, here's my talking point: is that I saw a lot of good athletes. I saw a lot of like I saw a lot of kids with a lot of good breakaway speed. That I don't see when I watch Wisconsin or Michigan State or right. do you know what I mean? That right. was my talking point. Who the hell cares what conference they're in? I just you know when Michigan State went out to you know well, all the hoopla went. Out, I don't care. Well, you brought out. it up, so I just wanted yeah, to yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, check. Yeah, we yeah. Yeah, put you in check. But I mean, you know, when we went out, kind of like I put myself in check with see you later, alligator statement, which is the dumbest they come to. But you know, Michigan State went out to Washington and got their asses handed to them. And my Same adopted kind of. adopted favorite team. 
OSU, Oklahoma State, they fucking went to Texas Tech and lost 43-40 to in two overtimes after they led most of that fucking game. You might say your adopted, adopted team. What are you talking about? Well, my adopted team is Ole Miss. Gotcha. Who remained undefeated. They weren't a top 25 team that lost. And then my regular team is Miami, who, believe it or not, won a game, stopped the presses. The Hurricanes won a game. But yet again, they did not cover. They won by seven and were favored by nine. Now, who is fucking betting enough money to keep Miami at a nine-point favorite over anybody? I was going to say, terrible. I didn't even bother to see who they played. Was the Virginia, it a geriatric? They were at Virginia Tech, and they were laying nine points on the road. I, who is this person betting money on Miami to keep the point spread where it's at? Because I don't understand why Miami is favored by anybody all of the it, Miami alumni. Well, but geez, even then you got to wake up and look in the mirror and say, hey, geez, this team's not that good. <laughs> right. All right. So uh, NASCAR, Joey Logano stamps his ticket mm-hmm. into the uh, the final four in Miami, Homestead, Miami. I believe there's two more races. Mike Kerchuk, donator of tonight's beers of the pod, will correct me on this if I'm wrong. But... Chastain yeah. held him off as long as he could, got into lap traffic. Chastain went one way. Logano went around him, had the faster car, won the race today. It was in Vegas, right? Yep. And there are there's next week, the following week, and then the fourth and final week is in Miami for the championship. And because Joey Logano won a race in the final He's four, in. he is in as the final four because they're at eight right now. Mm-hmm. So I felt bad for Ross, the boss. And I, you know, for anybody that's not a NASCAR person, you know, for me in years prior to this one, you know, that was like watching paint dry. But now that they've got the cameras inside the cars, uh, both forward and rear, um, and you can see the, the actual real time speed that these guys are going at and what's happening you know, from inside the car. Holy yep. shit, that's that, that's every, impressive stuff. Yeah, I mean, it, it just everybody laughs, and it's like, yeah, it may it may not be a great television sport, but I always tell people to watch it, like the perspective you just did. It's like, look, all right, watching on TV, you're like, oh, big fucking deal. Who cares? Like my Liz calls them cars in circles. All I want you to do is put yourself. On I-75, I don't care if you're going northbound or southbound. Speed limit 70 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. You know what? Get up to 73, which is even slower than they're going on short tracks such as Bur- Bristol. Yeah. Go 73 miles an hour. They're probably going 73 on a restart. Yeah. <laughs> but like on the short track, some, you yeah, can't yeah, get yeah, up yeah. to those big speeds right, like right, that. Right. But anyway, so 73 miles an hour, you're going... You know what? I'm, let's go 78 miles an hour because we're going to say you're just north of Standish where 75 is 75 miles an hour. 78 miles an hour. Look at the car to your left or to your right, whatever lane you're in. Give him the nod or give him or her the nod. They'll yeah. know what it means. Bump their car and just see what <laughs> fucking happens. <laughs> see what happens when you bump their car at 78 miles an hour. And yeah. Give me a call and let me know how the end result of your little experiment happened. And these guys are doing this, yeah. you know, 200 laps, 250 laps, depending on the track, 100 laps, 125 yeah. laps. These guys are doing it at speeds yeah. way higher than that. Yeah. So, 
Ladies and gentlemen, Dave and the producers of this show <laughs> highly do not recommend that you follow Mike's advice. This is ill-advised and not safe. Yes, thank you for putting that disclaimer because we do not want to get sued because you can sue anybody for anything. <laughs> what the hell were you thinking? Well, this guy, this guy Mike, on I the podcast. He told me to touch the other car. I had it at 78, just like he said. All hell broke loose after that. So, um. Well, then you get out of your car and like Bubba Wallace today on uh, Larson. I thought we were going to see a hockey fight. I see. I was. Liz and I went out and about. To, uh, Larson took him into the wall and then bounced off, and both of them went spinning into the, you know, basically knocked him out of the race. And I don't know if Wallace, did Wallace have a chance if he would have finished top four no. today? No, no. Okay. All right. But they're still, they're going for cut points well, and, and the team. There and, also could be the old incident of why Kyle Larson was suspended two years ago while he was playing a game that he didn't know was being recorded and dropped a certain word that ah is not got you. I forget. Jeez, how in the hell did I forget about that? Now, I'm not saying that's why Bubba was pissed because you know yeah, if no. he thought Larson wrecked him, he probably didn't care what he what he called him. But I'm just wondering if that could have been. Well, this is part of my interest in NASCAR too, because depending on just listening to the if you listen to the the commentators, you know they're going to teach you about kind of what's going on. You know, in the brains and in the pit crew and things like this. And so when you start to understand and you can anticipate some things happening, there's parts of the track where cars have spin outs. There's parts of the track where if you know if these guys have new tires or they're in need of new tires, there's parts of yeah. the track where they will just literally spin out by themselves if they, you know, if they if they've kind of pushed the 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 pit, you know, pit stop. Right. Pit stop. Yeah. Pit. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, and so, you know, that's the interesting thing is I can kind of understand like when, where, and how these things happen. And especially like restarts, the strategy that goes on in the restarts and just watching those, that's kind of fun too. Yes. Uh, hey, I've been uh, not as much since gradually picking up because of these pools I'm in with money involved, but. Used to be a huge NASCAR fan when my dad was alive, but he, I mean, he's been dead for 25 years, so I kind of got out of it. And now with these pools that I'm in, kind of get interested. So, all right, before we get into uh, the granddaddy of them all, if you will, and no, that's not the Rose Bowl, that's the NFL. A couple of bizarre statistics from this Guardians Yankees series, which is, by the way, is still 3 nothing, bottom third, man on two outs. Um, Oscar Gonzalez, fans know him as SpongeBob, I believe, because he walks up to the SpongeBob music in uh, yeah. his plate appearances. He became the first player in team history with multiple walk-off hits in the same postseason. So we have that. And then this, I think, is the most bizarre stat ever. Mm -hmm. Prior to last night, when the in the Indians, like I say, fuck it, I'm not going to keep correcting myself. The Indians were down five. Was it five three? They won six five, right? I have no or idea. Or they won five yeah. four. Sure. They won five four or six. I'll trust you. Five four or six five, but they were down two runs. Yep. Going in the bottom of the ninth, and the New York Yankees were one hundred and sixty seven. And zero 
167 and zero when leading by two or more runs after eight innings in the postseason. The wow. Yankees had never lost a postseason game when up by two or more runs leading after eight innings until last night. Wow. So I thought that was kind of. Um, That's, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, that was like, you know, hey, 3 0, 2 right. 0. Right. Yeah, big deal. Who cares? 167 and 0. Yeah. The Yankees have been playing baseball for over 100 years. So. Yeah. 167 and all has never fucking happened. Well, we've won for 148 in a row, so we're going to let's try to surpass their record. All right, there we go. All right, so the NFL, Dave. Yep. All right, now I'm going to be in, I'll, I'll be honest with the fans. He dropped it. Oh my god, you scared the shit. The Guardians got on the board. God, I had a stroke. They, they got thrown out at first on poor base running by Quan, but Ramirez, but Ramirez got a. Everybody thought it was going to be a routine pop. Routine pop dropped in. Ramirez, horrible base running, so big innings avoided by the Yankees, but the Guardians are on the board. Three to one, Guardians after. Or three to one, the Yankees after three. All right, so we're going to go to the NFL, Dave. Okay. I'm going to be on with you. I'm going to start you off with Thursday Night Football. Yeah. Amazon, I think the NFL by design, has given the NFL some clunkers because they know it's a test to go all streaming with the right. compl- total broadcast. Right. You know, so what are we in, week six? So six Thursday night games, there have been some clunkers. Agreed. The Bears, Commanders, is one of those clunkers. Now, I'll put an asterisk by clunkers for sure because, hey, good defense is still football. I mean, the, the, you can have a, you know, hell, soccer games end up 0 0. Right. And people say they're great games. <laughs> right. But interceptions, sacks. Yeah. Yeah. So, but the frustrating part as a Bear fan, especially when today when the New York fucking Jets. Went into Lambeau Field and bludgeoned the Packers. <laughs> the Bears could have been in the fucking hunt at three and two, but they had three first and goal opportunities and came away with exactly not seven points, not six points, not three points, zero <laughs> points. And as a fan, it's just. Are the Bears still alive for the playoffs? Sure. Can the Bears still win the playoff uh, Super Bowl? Sure. You know, could I star in a porn movie as Ron Jeremy's stunt double? Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> Probably not <laughs> likely, but <laughs> with a couple of attachments, right? You know, so it's like whatever. Yeah. But thir- three. First and goals. And it's the second one that I'm not even going to put it in the, the FU segment because I like to keep the FU segments fresh. And I don't want to just keep going back to the Bears. Yeah, shitty Bears <laughs> or Red Sox right. outings. All right. So the first, first and goal comes up. Fields drop back, throws a pass, 
hits a defensive lineman's helmet, bounces straight up. Commanders get it. Commanders ball. Okay. Hey, chalk it up. The shit happens. I mean, hey, he's dropping back. He's not trying to hit the guy in yeah. the helmet. I don't think. <laughs> and so, all right. Fair enough. Let's fast forward to the third first and goal. Okay. They just fell behind because inexcusably, Everfloss decides to go for it on fourth and 13 because his offense is such a fucking potent attack. And surprise, surprise, they didn't get it on fourth and 13, which put the commanders in in field goal range, which would have made it an eight-point game, which meant the Bears, the best the Bears could have done was tie it with a touchdown and a two-point conversion and go into overtime. But obviously the guy's a better gambler than I am. Joey Sly misses the field goal. The Bears are still up, or Bears still have a chance, down 12-7, drive. And all of a sudden, Fields becomes the Fields of Ohio State and makes a fantastic, out-of-this-world run and gets knocked out of bounds at the five-yard line. And Liz, who by, for some reason was still watching the game, I don't know why she typically doesn't watch Thursday Night Football, but because maybe wanted to prevent me from smashing shit to bits or whatever, I don't know. She's down there watching and as soon as he got knocked out of the mouth, she said, oh, motherfucker, they're not going to score from here. And she said, well, that was good, wasn't it? And I'm like, well, for most teams it's good, but they right. won't score. They cannot score because the defenses have nothing to defend against the Bears on a 15-yard field. Five from the five-yard line to the goal line, and then the goal line to the back of the end zone. That's 50, and there's nothing to defend. So you just put everybody up in everybody's face, and the Bears can't do anything because they're not good enough to do anything. He hits Mooney. If Mooney does not bobble that, it's probably a touchdown. And Mooney even stepped up and said, hey, if I don't bobble it, it's a touchdown because all you got to do is break the plane. Yeah. But he bobbled it. They call him the catch down at the half-yard line, turnover on downs. The commanders got the ball game over. Actually, I don't even think it should have been a catch after the bobble because the first thing that hit was his elbow out of bounds. Neither here nor there, the Bears law. So I'm going to revert back to the second and goal situation. Fields rolls out, has his tight end wide open. It wasn't Cole Komet, it was the other tight end wide open and overthrew him from six. How do you overthrow somebody from six yards? Maybe if you're a fifth grader. My fifth grader, our fifth graders underthrow from five yards. They don't (laughs) overthrow anybody. There's never an overthrow in fifth grade football. And it's like, I'm just sitting there watching it as a fan. It's like, how in the, and that's where I, I put my post on Facebook. I said, Hey, if at halftime, the Bears announced, hey, with the person sitting in section 155, row 15, seat 12, coming to the Bears sideline, you're the quarterback. At, I'm at the point of, hey, worth a shot, <laughs> you know? And I'm, not, and I'm not writing fields off yet. Right. And there's a lot of problems with the Bears, you know, because hell, even we saw Brady was stopped. No. On an angle situation and yep. lost to the Steelers today. Yeah. So there's a lot of problems with the Bears, but that second angle situation where the tight end had three yards on 
You can't overthrow a guy on a five-yard pass. There's just no fucking way an NFL quarterback can do that. They win that game. They're three and two. Okay, the Vikings are four and one or three and two or whatever. But hey, all of a sudden the Bears are major players in the NFC Central. Are they? Are they legit? Yeah. Right. Super Bowl contenders? Well, fuck, absolutely not. But you got to play by the rules of the league, and if yeah. you win your division yeah. in the NFC North this year, it sucks ass. So it's, that's a huge fucking win they left on the table. Right. Agreed. So, um, and then, like I said, Liz and I went to Frankenmuth. Didn't watch a whole lot because my fantasy team wasn't doing much. Didn't have a lot right. of great matches. But the game we did see, Bills got the best of the Chiefs. Mahomes threw an interception, and that was the game of the day. I don't know how the I don't know how the fucking Giants are five and one. Don't know how the Jets are, whatever their yeah. record is. And it just goes to show. I'm just as a Bear fan. I'm gonna I'm gonna circle it back to me because hey, this podcast's all about me. Fuck it. Like I, I don't know even know where he's at, but Jay Leno, not the. Uh, Comedian slash yeah, talk so ho- Thank yeah. you. Jay Leno, the left tackle, is serviceable wherever he's at right now. But as a bear, he sucked. And you watch, I, I sit here and watch these teams. Even my youngest son, Nick, the Jaguars, they're dog shit. They lose every game. The, the Colts beat the Jaguars today finally for the first time in four, five, six, seven games, whatever it is. But at least the Jags can move the fucking ball up and down the field. They're involved in games like, oh, oh yeah, you know. Right. The Bears, the Bears are playing like nineteen fuck eighteen ninety two football. I don't even know if there was football in eighteen ninety two, and that's the football the Bears are playing, other than defense. And that's what it's frustrating because now, spoiler alert to the listeners, because I have the greatest wife in the world. And I'm going to talk about that in a second. Not the fact that my wife's the greatest, but the greatest symbol. Mm-hmm. Um, our 30th wedding anniversary is a week from tomorrow. Ask me where we're spending that 30th wedding anniversary, David. Hey, Mike, where are you spending your 30th wedding anniversary? We're going to be at Gillette Stadium, Foxborough, Massachusetts, to watch the Chicago Bears at the New England Patriots on Monday Night Football. Shut up. We're, I'm we're co- I'm coaching Swan Valley fifth grade against New Lothrop Saturday the twenty second. We're driving from here to Detroit, staying at a hotel right by the airport. Yep. Flying out to Boston Sunday at seven a.m. Go to Boston, do this, that, and the other thing. Monday morning, get up, do this, that, and the other thing, and then we're going to Monday Night Football. And now that fucking game. Beating the Commanders, that fucking game means something in the NFC North, and they fucking lost it. But hey, we're gonna have a good time. But you know, so yeah, you know, so hey, what a thirty, and that's why we're gonna do the pod on Friday. So, side note, listeners, we're doing the pod on Friday. We're not gonna have as much sports to talk about because sports are Saturday, Saturday Sunday, and typically. Sunday hasn't so, put something on Facebook. Uh, Twitter at epodffa. What do we? What do Dave and I talk about? Let us know. So anyway, Dave. The only other things I have yeah. from the NFL, uh, you saw, and I don't know if this is part of Giselle, you know, leaving him or whatever. But Tom absolutely gave it to 
his team today. He's frustrated, and because he's the GOAT, he can do that. Uh, the other thing, I didn't, you know, this is going back a few weeks. Lions and the Seahawks. We never talked about it. But I learned something. You know what a scorigami is? No. You don't know what a scorigami no. is. The Lions-Seahawks score, uh, Seahawks 48, Lions 45, was a scorigami. That score had never happened in the NFL before. Oh, okay. 40, all right. Yeah, so it is the... It is the 1,073rd unique score in NFL history. Nice. So that's a thing, I guess. So out of all the combinations and permutations of different kinds of scores. What was the game that I we recently talked about on the, was the college or pro? Or it was like a 5-3 score. Yeah. It was probably a scoregami yeah. type of a score. Uh, something, something super unique. But, I mean, you're looking at it like 48-45. That that has never happened in the NFL before. That's weird. Yeah, very weird. I think. Yeah, yeah. And then the other thing was, did you ever find out what happened to uh, Bobby Wagner? He trucked that protester. I never found out. Funniest I, thing I know, I've I ever. I, I I mean, I hope I the protester. The guy, no, I don't hope nothing. I mean, and, I just he didn't fucking want to... filed charges, which goes to uh, now this one. I'm more. I am one hundred percent pro Bobby Wagner on this one. I'm kind of in the middle on the Devonte Adams after the Monday night game against the Chiefs, where he pushes the photographer, and now the photographer is like, all of a sudden he's got like erectile dysfunction and a broken back, a broken nerve, and wants to become transgender and lost 12 inches off his dick and you know he's got a cyst on his goiter and a goiter on his cyst and he you know his wife has we left him it. and you know so yeah, we got it he, yeah because that was one powerful push that being said the guy's just doing his job and to get pushed right although there's it's, apparently there's no disciplinary action on Devonte adams but getting back to your original topic I haven't heard the end result on it. I know the guy pressed charges on him. Yeah. And I'll tell you right now. What's the difference between a security guard trucking him and, you know, right. football? I mean, well, he probably would have sued the security guard, too, because he wanted to protect the fucking pigs he was standing up for, like a fucking twat that he is. Like, ain't nobody cares about pigs because pigs are bacon. Everybody loves bacon, so deal with it. He comes out with his fucking little pink miss. Bobby Wagner laid his ass out because, you know, that pink miss could have been a fucking bomb. Bobby Wagner's trying to save his fucking silent. There's no way in God's green earth that Bobby Wagner is going to be charged with anything. No. And if he is... Then I'm I'm going on every moving I'm going to Canada. To, no, I'm going to every stadium, and I'm just charging the field, hoping to make your millions. Exactly. <laughs> okay. You know, I'll I got have you. the flight There's football. There's precedent. There's I'll, precedent. I'll have, I'll have Jamie make me a cool flight football. Anything else, Jersey? I'll run on the field and get, hope to get trucked. Know, yeah, yeah, I get <laughs> have Aaron Judge break my face in half, and I'll sue the whole world. So, but yeah, so sounds like a plan. There's no way, it, again, there, yeah, you could sue anybody for anything. If this guy wins anything, because he's totally in the wrong, There's if he wins something, I think it'll be anarchy. Yeah, agreed. So, All anyway, right. let's rate this. Your first, Dave. Uh, let's see. I'm going to go, whoops, I keep putting that three. Point See you, Josh Naylor eight. just went deep. 3-2 Yankees, bottom of the fourth. 
Josh Naylor is one weird-looking individual. He runs weird, too. Um, 3.85. All right. You and I are in the same ballpark, Virginia. I went, I went straight up 4.00. There you go. And first rating, you were four hundredths below untapped. This rating, you're five hundredths above untapped with a oh. whopping... Stone Cold brings the brings the the heat and the listeners and the tasters a whopping fifty point seven thousand check ins. Those folks came in at three point eight. And by the way, I haven't given my ranking. I usually give mine before on tap. I beat all these. I put it at a straight up four. Or did I already you say did it? okay. Yeah, well, yeah. I wanted to re- reiterate the fact that I rated it a four because this is a Fantastic IPA. I agree. All right, Dave. Well, third tasting of the night. Platform Beer Company in Cleveland, Ohio. Got the Cleveland Brown relatively newly formed mascot, which is like an elf slash leprechaun on it. Yeah, I don't get it. And it's called Muni, M-U-N-I. A hazy India Pale Ale. 32 IBUs, which nothing I've said so far has over the top. But here's one, 4.9% ABV. The Mm. reason that strikes me funny is 4.9 is a fairly low ABV for IBUs. For IBUs. For IPAs. That technically takes it, it's not an IPA if it's not six. But... Founders All Day IPA, I don't know what that ABV is, but it's a very low. Yeah. So kind of curious to see if this is a solid selection. You can just sit there and drink it all day, the AKA lawnmower beer. Right. Or if Platform Beer Company just drops the ball. So we're about to find out, Dave. As you are drinking in the real seafood glass, which was where the reception was of loyal listener Caitlin's wedding as I'm drinking out of the best man glass. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, nice grapefruit on the note. Yep. You got the the hazy notes. Little pine, almost I almost smell a little piney. Like a West Coast slash American Hmm. Good hmm or bad hmm? Very good. A very good hmm. Wow, that's almost that's yeah. weird. I was I was expecting more bitter West Coast American IPA, but I'm getting hazy New England. And Dave, I know you have something you wanted to yeah. mention before. When you said you were good as yeah, most yeah. as not a little bit or whatever you said in the intro and <laughs> right. you forgot to talk about it, I'm going to let you talk about it here, but I'm going to do a corrections corner right away right here. Yep. And I'm, I'm going to go right on. It's not even a, it, it's a full fledged, you are an idiot. <laughs> I called you out on Utah being in the Pac 10. I, I I have no recollection of Pac Utah. Pac 12, being, by the way. Pac 10, Pac 12, Pac 100. <laughs> 
Pac-10. I had no <laughs> recollection of Utah being in that. And not only are they in the Pac-12, Pac-10, Pac-100, Tupac, Xbox, whoever Pac you want to go with, they have been in. They agreed to join in June, on June seventeenth, two thousand ten, for the two thousand eleven, two thousand twelve athletic schedule. So they've fucking have been in the Pac ten for eleven years. So that's how fucking insignificant the Pac twelve is. Is I don't even know all their members because I didn't know Utah was a member of the fucking Pac twelve. They've been a member for fucking ten years. So yeah, corrections corner live in context so, so if this is one of the episodes that at the fishman eight listens to he's already probably sent me texts utah's in the pack 12 you fucking idiot i can't believe you don't need guys don't know anything well i just corrected myself fish so fuck you there you go <laughs> no in the beginning of the pod i said you know you asked me how you doing and usually my response is better than most not as good as some but you know when i'm in a particularly good mood or some good things have happened you know, I have the response that I did. So, uh, MSU tailgate, MSU homecoming, just great to be back on campus. But I went down there, uh, got there at 6, no, sorry, scratch that, 7.40-ish. Uh, helped my friend Brian set up his tent and get some of the tables set up for the tailgate. Sun was just coming up. It was it was just a perfect atmosphere. A little cold, but he had the uh, he had the patio heater set up inside the tent which i was a little you know eh, gonna catch that sucker on fire but not a problem it was cold enough you know nothing happened it wasn't like it was touching the edge of the tent but um so he had kind of a warming tent and then he had the food and booze tent and it was awesome awesome to see brian awesome to see wayne and megan awesome to see rochelle awesome to see Brittany. awesome to see lynn and bill awesome to see um just Rob and Colleen, um, his two daughters. And who and, are these people again? Okay, well, most of them are MSU alum, friends, you know, people I went to school with uh, or have uh, known for a while since then. So uh, who else did we see? A lot of people. But but the atmosphere was, was awesome. Homecoming, you know, sun was out. Yeah, it was a good time. All right, so yeah. what you doing over you there? Went, you just went down by yourself? Yeah. Well, I had to come back for Brad Erlenbeck's 50th birthday party. Happy birthday, Brad. Brad, listen or no? Yeah, I don't know. I, probably not. Well, I'll, I'll get him bir- to listen. Happy birthday. Yeah. Did happy I- birthday if you listen. Fuck yeah. you if you don't. Right. So Didn't have to come back for it. Wanted to come back for it. You know, I've worked with him for 25 years, so, you know, it's 50th. It was out at Baines. Baines had Jedi Mind Trip uh, playing. They're awesome. Wow. Yes. Yeah. They probably would have had a lot more people there uh, had it not been, you know, by that time in the afternoon, the wind had kicked up. It had clouded over, you know. It was probably 40 degrees, felt like 35, What day, was, what time was this? This was Saturday. What time? Uh, 3.30, 4 o'clock. Oh, two thirty. As in shorts and a t-shirt, coach. Well, I know you're in shorts and a t-shirt, and shoveling yeah. snow out yeah, of your driveway. Not, um, it doesn't matter. But here's the thing: this is what I'm. This is my one take on that. It's like, and we've talked about this on the pod. Okay, hey, you 
Tomato, tomato, neither, neither, either, either. I get it. You know, hey, different strokes. It takes different strokes to w- rule the world. Right. Yes, it, I get yeah. it. I get it. Yeah. But my point has always been 48 to 54 degrees is 48 to 54 degrees whether she comes, stays, lays, or prays, right? Right. And I guarantee you, let's say we have a harsh winter. I mean, December, yeah. January, February, it's just right. like nothing but right. nine degrees right. high, minus 20 below. Yeah. Come March 22nd, we have a 51-degree day. Everybody's going to be out in shorts and a T-shirt saying, Woo-hoo, what a beautiful day. Spring is almost here, buddy. Woo, it's a beautiful day. Well, 51 degrees is 51 degrees. Bottom line, done deal. It's done. Yeah. So why am I on, you know, like, I'm on the sideline. And again, yes, if I'm standing there, not doing anything, I probably would have been a little colder than I would have been. I'm animated. I'm oh, a rah yeah. rah guy. I got it's the like... adrenaline pumping. I'm just a rocking and roll. But everybody in the stands has a winter coat and a blanket on. And I'm just saying, in March or April, with 52 degrees, there ain't no fucking winter blankets and there ain't no fucking right. Right. Yeah, but you're like Neo Anderson. You know what I mean? You don't believe the hype all around you. Your mind is set, and you're just focused on the temperature, and the temperature is the temperature. Right. Regardless of how I think or feeling. So so that leads me to my point. Isn't hot, cold a mental thing? Yeah. I mean, some people say, I don't know how medically true this is, but you you go through the summer, and your body, your blood makes adjustments to... The temperature to cool you easier, you know, in warmer temperatures. Now, up here in Michigan, who the hell knows whether that's true or not, because it really doesn't get that warm for that long. Right. But, you know, do our bodies adjust so that we cool easier? Well, if if our bodies do that, then when we get into the fall and it does actually get cool, does, you know, do we get cold quicker then if we're in the go through a harsh winter and our bodies adjust and our blood thickens or whatever they say happens so that we stay warmer longer to protect ourselves so that when it does get warmer we step outside and we're like oh this is the greatest thing ever oh, woo-hoo. I, I have no idea yeah i don't know the semantics of it or the the biological aspects of it. All I know is 51 degrees is 51 degrees. I just know and our neighbors. I, all you got to do, is, hey, then all I get, all I can say is cheer louder. Get more fired up. Get more vocal. Start screaming more. Stomp in the stands. Fuck, get that fucking rock flowing. That's right. So yeah, I got you. Um, so all right, Dave. What, what else we got? Uh, you know what? I'm not sure if we have a a Mount Rushmore. Yeah. So I'm gonna reach out to the, the listeners. You know, like Brian Barrett, he's fucking come through. Other, you know, brother-in-law right. Aaron Riff, he's come yeah. through. Help Big us Dog all, and Tom, help they've us, come help through. Us, yeah, spill the nachos. They've mentioned shit. Uh, we last week was the bucket list one. Yeah, my sister Caitlin, she uh, she put re- reposting here. LOL, because for some reason I could not last Monday. I could not get on. To the flights football, anything else? There was just because I think we logged in from your 
something or others, an improper login, whatever, whatever. And I couldn't get on, so I posted the Mount Rushmore on my personal Facebook, which I don't want to do because it's not my personal, etc. So anyway, Caitlin posted that her, now I'm going to have to go back to post. So this is your top four, your Mount Rushmore, your Mount Rushmore bucket list things that exactly. you want to do. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, I remember. Um, Caitlin put um, Northern Lights slash Alaska Trip. Hot Air Balloon Ride, which was one of mine, by the way. Albuquerque, Better Call Saul, and Breaking Bad Filming Spots Road Trip, along with surrounding areas like Sedona. I so, want to sit in the pool. So she wants to go. That's what I want to do. And she wants to, That's a good one. Yeah, so she wants to do that. And then she wants a UK Ireland trip. The big dog, Nate, you know, Nate the big dog from Spill the Nachos, he wants to uh, build a bar in his basement. Again, that's what I was looking for in yeah. the Mount Rushmore Something thing. realistic, something that can happen. And it's not only where you want to go or what you want to see. It's something that you want to accomplish. So I like that one. Uh, meet the Undertaker. Again, perfect of what I was going for with that question. By lakefront property, and he wants to take a trip to Ireland, Scotland. And then my son Justin, who must only know of three heads on the Mount Rushmore because <laughs> he wants to witness the Cincinnati Super Bowl. Again, that's not really in his control, but right. I appreciate the the the, um, the wish. Staying the night in the Conjuring House. And that statement alone got like nine other comments on my Facebook page. So, hey, Justin, hey, don't <laughs> fucking steal your dad's limelight here, buddy. But, um... You know, because it's like, hey, you know, we can do that. You know, plan a week and we can stay the night in the country. Well, it's got to be in the basement, but I've never even seen the country. So I don't I, even know yeah. what the hell it is. It's, it's a horror movie. I've never <laughs> okay. seen the country. Yeah, but, right. but, but, you know, like I say, yeah. Liz knows it. Justin knows it. He wants to stay the night in the country okay. now. And then he wants to live in New York City. So oh, that's three. It. That's three. Yeah, okay. And he's like, hey, yeah. fuck that fourth. Has I have Mount yeah. Rushmore. I don't care. He's been to New York, right? Yeah. I think he has. And that's, yeah. But that's why he wants to live there. Why? Anyway, whatever. Uh, New York is the greatest city in the it's world. It's a great place to visit. It's the greatest city in the world. Okay. Second greatest is Paris. Um, <laughs> right on. So anyway, so yeah, so I don't think we have a uh, uh, Mount Rushmore for tonight. Nope. So listeners, hit us up. Fuck, yeah. text me directly. Give, us, give me something we can go with a Mount Rushmore of because... There's got to be a top, you know, yeah, Dave and I could do something stupid tonight. Say, hey, Dave, what's your Mount Rushmore of colors? Ah, <laughs> uh, blue, That's green, red, blue, roll. Oh, yeah, wow, that was, that was yeah. exciting. Turquoise. Yeah, not, turquoise is for losers. So, but anyway, so, listeners, hook us up, give us something to talk about, and um, we'll be glad to put it on there. And now, Caitlin... Get off mic is Jeff Spicoli, or not Jeff Spicoli, uh, Judge Rhino, what was his character? Huh? Hamilton. Oh. I forgot yeah, his first know. name. All right, Hamilton. What was the first, what was his first name in uh, Spanish? I, Get off my case, motherfucker! What is this from? Fast Times of Richmond High, right at the very end. Oh, and Spicoli comes out of the bathroom. So, all right, Hamilton. <laughs> I don't know why I can't remember. I can remember like, hey, Mr. Hand, I figured since it's since you're here and I'm here, it's our time. 
You're yeah, absolutely, judge, you're judge absolutely Ra- right, Mr. Spicoli. And he starts handing out the pizza to all the classes. Brad, Brad Hamilton. Bro, what a dick. Yeah, Brad, Brad Hamilton. Come on, Brad. I take out the I. Your friends use the pool, too. Why well, take out the garbage? So, Brad Hamilton. There you go. Fast times at Regmont High. So, how do we even go down that road? I don't know. You brought it up. Oh, yes. All right. All yes, right. it's been a couple. Yeah, it's been a number of weeks, and I, and I don't even have any for you, Dave. You said, hey, I've got one for you. I do. I don't want to fucking bow down. The Billy's got a gun. Um, rock, rock to you. Rock, uh, the Def Leppard song. Yep. I s- stand on the mountaintop with fists yep. raised in the air. Yep. And I I take the bullets and fall on the sword with the uh, rocket man that I failed on. Yeah. This you is, said you had one for I me. I do. So I I'm got, ready. I've got one I'm for I'm ready. You. And it's a softball. It's a softball, Mike. Relax. Ready? Are you yep, ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. Well, I'm frustrated, outdated. I really want to be overrated. I'm a finder. I'm, I'm a keeper. I ain't a loser and I ain't no weeper. I got them. That's. Uh, I got the boys to make the noise. Quiet where I at. Yep. Um, He's got it. Uh, wait, wait. You got to go into the yep. chorus and yep. you'll get it. Find the chorus. I got a mouth like an alligator. I want it louder, more power. I want a rocket. Bang your head. Quiet riot. Come on. Okay, keep going with that. That's not actually the name of the song, but do the chorus, the bang your head. Bang your head. Mental health will drive you. Mental health. Yeah, okay. Okay. There we go. Got it. Boom. All right. Two for, well, in the last two times we've done a two for two. Good job. Thank you. All right, so I'll have to cue the music, Dave. You have a fuck you for the week. No, I had a, I had a really yeah, good week. As I, did I. I mean, yeah. so. I can't and really. And like I said, I, I could incorporate the Bears performance on Thursday. Yeah, what you did fuck. was great. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, I, I mean, agree. I, I I have a feeling I could do the fuck you to the Bears every single week, and that gets old, so. <laughs> um. Yeah. So what else we got here? So we don't have a Mount Rushmore. We're, we're we're pleading to the the listeners to give us a Mount Rushmore. Um, the fuck you has got it. It's got to kind of work itself. And I mean, a, it's got to be organic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Thank you very much. That's an excellent choice of words. Organic. Yeah. It's got to be organic. So now, since yeah. you gave me a Quiet Riot song, I'm going to give you a little either or. What fits better? What's less? Offensive, if you will. Okay. We have. Uh, yes. I'm going to give you lyrics to a Quiet Riot song, mm-hmm. and I'm going to give you lyrics to a Falling in Reverse song. Okay. They mean the same thing, but what is more subtle, less offensive, or more obvious, more offensive? However, you want to spin it. I'm drawing a blank on the name of the Quiet Riot song, but it's. Want to kiss some lips, not the ones on your face. Or we have a falling in reverse song who I think kind of went off of this line. And it's like, I, I let me try to get the beat. 
Let me kiss. Let me kiss your lips. The ones between your hips. So what's what is less offensive to you of those two song lyrics? Both in the category of offensive, but the least offensive one was probably probably the in the uh, rev- falling in, fall in reverse. Yeah. See, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I agree with that. I think that is they. Obviously, now, you know what you're talking about, but yeah. they they worked it in more smoothly. I think I I legit I have no idea. I didn't I wasn't in the studio when they were writing the song, recording no? the song. Yeah. yeah, believe it or not, I wasn't. I mean, it's, you know, <laughs> yeah. But um, I thought it was funny. Yeah, I'm sure they stole that line of thinking bit. from well Quiet i don't know Riot. i just you were saying that <laughs> as you were saying it i was thinking of the nickelback song animal so if you listen to the lyrics of that you know he takes his girlfriend she hops out of the window and the roof gets in his car you know they go yeah. next to the railroad tracks and you know they start getting busy and don't want to tell him the parts of you that i've been kissing yeah. do you know what i mean and that's even less you know you really gotta like Less obvious, but still obvious, right? So, you know, right? Oh, yeah, I, there's a, sure. there's a lot of, you know, hairband slash metal slash hard rock that you know, I'm sure every band in the in those genres have got a song that somewhere alludes to something along those lines. So, but I mean, as far as stealing, you know, from right. one to the other, I don't know. But yeah. Well, since so Quiet Riot was yeah. in like the Apparently 80s. those lyrics made an impression on you that you can remember them like right off oh, the Oh, yeah, top. for sure. <laughs> yeah. So, you about ready to rate this? I think I am, but one final update before we rate this. Yeah. Top six, three, two Yanks, runners on second, third, nobody out. And John Carlos Stanton just hit it to the warning track, which will get a run in. It's 4-2 Yanks, man on second, one out. Yeah. More to come on that. So, Guardians win the series tonight. Game 5 Tuesday in New York if Yanks win. So, all right, let's see, David. Are we ready to rate this? For being a 4.9% IPA, this was very enjoyable. But uh, Steve Austin's Broken Skull was an IPA. So same pod, same format. I like Broken Skull better. I'm going to give this a 3.91. For all the same reasons. I gave it a 3.70. I like Broken Skull better, but this is also refreshing. This is this is almost your lawnmower this IPA. Is, this is actually this actually is better than Founders All Day IPA. I think it's a better. I think it has a truer IPA flavor than Founders All Day IPA does. I, I didn't even look at the can. I did not look at Untapped, but this has got to be a New England. Okay. Yeah. Fits the style well. All right, Dave. Well. The fine folks at Untapped with 2.7 thousand check-ins. Just above you, just below me, 3.77. All right, listeners, so call out to you. Spilling Nachos, episode 71 to come after Tommy works out his technical difficulties. Flights, football, and anything else. Follow us on Twitter, 
at EPODFFA. Like us on Facebook, Flight Football and anything else. Put something on there, uh, Mount Rushmore. Give us your fuck yous. Help us out. You know, hey, we're we're 149, we're 148 episodes deep, Dave. We're not running out of material. There's a lot in the sports world, a lot in the viewing world. That we'll continue to fucking carry you sap sucking sea urchins on our backs. But a little help from time to time would be much appreciated. But we love you nonetheless. So. Episode 1 at 48. As I look down the bottom of my glass, I can see I'm out of beer. And as the late, great Stuart Scott would say, (laughs) you ain't got to go home, but you got to get the heck up out of here.